Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Welcome back to Pit Stop. I'm Lucas Walker, your host, and joining me in the garage today is a long-term friend, colleague in the Shopify e-commerce support space, Amir, who is the co-founder of Brazda right here in Toronto. What is Brazda? They provide on-demand customer support teams for growing businesses like yours. So if you're getting a few hundred tickets a month, you're the founder, you're the CEO, you don't want to let your customers go, but you've grown out of being able to respond to everyone yourself, take a look at Brazda because if there's anything more important than keeping your existing customers happy, I don't know what it is. So a very important topic that's near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about a little bit of that towards the end of the episode. What is the difference between customer support, customer service? But first, we are going to do the pit stop review of bulginggiftbasketsvancouver.com, a craft handmade gift basket site based out of the west coast of our country, Canada, Vancouver. Amir, welcome to pit stop. Yeah, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. My pleasure. Thanks for thanks for making this uh, this happen and and making the time to chat about customer support and help out another Canadian business while we're at it. Yeah, I am. That's, uh, I think it's an awesome initiative and I'm excited to, to see where it goes. Thank you. So let's jump into it with bulginggiftbasketsvancouver.com. There's a link down below if you want to follow along with some of the items that we're talking about. But Amir, the fast fix, what are the, from a quick glance at the website, what are the most pressing issues that you can see they may be able to fix that are costing them at least $100 in sales a month? Yeah, absolutely. I think the the hero slider uh, it's it's great. It's uh, captivating, but uh, I believe it seems to be an entire image that could be replaced with actual uh, HTML or text uh, to improve uh, SEO conversions. Um, at the same time, I definitely would consider incorporating live chat uh, just so that you have some sort of live chat coverage. If customers are coming in, asking any questions, you're there to kind of respond to uh, any inquiries. I also would you know consider uh, social media as a as a UGC in there to to have some sort of Instagram feed and see uh, what customers are buying and build some sort of authentic uh, social proof and there. some social proof. Yeah, like you're giving a gift basket. I want to see some happy gift recipients. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, I think that all of those are just so important for establishing your credibility with a premium product that's going to be a little bit more bespoke than just say uh, a tin of popcorn that you might order someone from their school. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If you remember selling popcorn as a, as a student. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I completely agree with that. I think, uh, but most importantly, just with, with gift baskets, uh, you know, oftentimes you want to see uh, what kind of products are included, dietary restrictions, and being able to incorporate some sort of product description that goes into detail as to what's actually included um, of the individual products could be a value as well. Um, and this is where it kind of ties into live chat and being able to kind of directly interact with your customers and answer any questions they have. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit now about that is how can they use live chat to make more money every month? 
So where, where's that free money that they'll, that they'll see by adding live chat in? I think um, having some sort of like a order bump form at checkout so that if you have uh, any gift baskets and you think it could um, provide more value with one other individual product, that could be something there where you can incentivize the customer to add an additional product or item to the checkout um, when they're, you know, when they're ready to purchase. So there's different uh, apps out there that can actually recommend different products uh, in the checkout stage of uh, your order. Absolutely. And a good one who I'm actually recording a podcast with next week is if you're familiar with August Noble, long-term or long-time media buyer, AOV boost, you have to on Shopify plus to use it, but it is by far the most natural checkout sort of one click upsell mechanism that, that I've come across. I don't know if you have any others, but um, when I see the back end, the demo, the front end and the results hits driving, that's going to be the one that I, that I recommend every time. I was going to refer the exact same one as well. So I'm glad that we're uh, in sequence that one. Yeah. Two out of two. Unanimous decision. Congratulations, mm -hmm. August. You are winning the 2021 Roy for best checkout application. For sure. So let's jump into it now. Uh, we're both sort of experts at the uh, on the customer support, customer service side. I was uh, I worked support at Shopify for over a year. Obviously, I come from Gorgeous, the help desk, and it's your um, area of expertise as well. So let's talk about it. And I just want to dive into this topic that was on your blog. What is the difference between customer service versus customer support? And I think both terms get used interchangeably, but what are the, the nuances, both in terms of the end, the end customer's perspective and as a business, how should we be aligning our strategy with both the, the support side of things and the service side of things? So Amir, why don't I'm going to pass it over to you and just let you explain what the differences are between the two, the two terms and what they mean to your business. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they definitely go hand in hand, and um, the key difference between the two are, you know, customer service is really about bringing value to your customers during the experience of them interacting with your business. You know, whether they're subscribing to a service or buying from you. Customer support, on the other hand, is actually helping your customers solve their problems. It's really around uh, delivering assistance with a technical issue or troubleshooting or providing some sort of step-by-step uh, uh, -step instructions. So, you know, for example, when a, when a customer is coming asking you about, hey, I have a package that's stuck in transit or missing, you know, you're there to solve that problem to figure out uh, where that package is. Whereas customer service is really on more of those soft skills of, you know, empathy and being able to have a positive can-do kind of attitude and be able to clearly articulate and communicate with them. Um, one, I think the biggest differentiator is that one focuses on value to the customer and the other is helping them uh, get the most out of that product. And um, both are equally vital for any successful business. And no matter your industry, your target audience, and you know, it could be a big factor as to why you're not converting or increasing your top line revenue each year because you might have just bad customer service. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think just one thing to add to that is uh, that I'd love to get your feedback on is I've always kind of done it intrinsically, like support is very reactive when the customers come to you asking questions and services, making sure that they don't come to you with those questions, making sure that they have the tools that they need to enjoy your product. Absolutely. Yeah, I think honestly, even goes just uh, like customer service uh, incorporates and involves 
every single piece of interaction. And it's not just you interacting with your customer, with the customer support agent, but um, the customer themselves interacting with every single aspect or property of your business. And whether that's coming on your website and seeing um, whether it's responsive or if it's user-friendly or if they can easily find support tickets and be able to message you or if you have live chat, that itself is a component of a good customer service experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, just as we wrap up here for, for the quick hitting pit stop, if there was one stat or one thing listeners took away from going into customer support versus customer service, I'll go first. And then I'd love to hear you either piggyback on it and build on it a little bit or totally correct me because if I'm wrong, that's why I bring you on the, on the show. Mm-hmm. I would say that customer expectations are going up faster than before and customers want fast, they want flawless and they want free when it comes to service and support. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree with you. I think just with uh, you know the pandemic itself, it's really um, catalyzed the, the, the expectations around you know the, your online orders and how fast you want to be able to uh, get status and shipping updates and when uh, that package is going to get uh, shipped to your door. And I think it's really important to be able to uh, really clearly articulate that with your customers and level set your expectations with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's the concept of the death spiral where in just awful experiences that can lead to just losing customers where they want to know where their order is, but you respond you respond to them so slowly that the order shows up before you reply or yeah. you take so long to get, to get back to them. Now they're hounding you on your ads or your confirmation emails. And now it's a one ticket, one conversation to manage. Now all of a sudden you're juggling six because they're pissed. Yeah, especially when it comes to deliveries, when it's really outside your control with how logistical companies work and the package is lost for who knows what reason. And, and you know, you don't have a direct control over that, but you have to do your best to be able to kind of uh, support your customer. You no, know, I think it's very much so... Uh, uh, your customer relationship is so integral to your success, your growth, and just overall long-term stability. Absolutely. And it's, you don't hear a lot of long-lasting businesses with zero repeat or referral customers. Yeah. You, you just don't. Like, I think I would have heard of it by now. I think you would have heard of it by now, but I just, I haven't. No, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're more likely to put a bad review on your site than to put a good one. So you really got to make sure <laughs> to, to avoid something like that. And the stat is for, for local businesses, a negative review or a one-star review will cost you between one and $5,000 of revenue a year. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah. Then that just further supports uh, our argument here. Yeah. Like you tie it back to, to revenue. There you go. You prevent four negative reviews a year. You're saving upwards of 20 grand per year. So let's take it home, Amir. People can go to brazda.com, B-R-A-D-Z-A.com. Check out your blog, get in touch. Where else can people find you? What do you have going on? And uh, how much is it to get started with uh, bringing on some assistance or outsourcing your customer support? Yeah, we're all about supporting small starter businesses. Um, so anywhere, if you have up to 100 support tickets a month or even 350, uh, you can get started with as low as $75 a month. And even if you're looking for live chat coverage, it's uh, $200 a month. And uh, yeah, feel free to go to the website, message the chat icon, or find me on LinkedIn, Amir M, or on Twitter, uh, H-A-U-S of Amir, House of Amir. 
and I'm happy to answer any questions you guys have. Awesome. Thank you so much. And it's, it's amazing how affordable it can be. And it's one thing that most business owners I've, I speak to wish they outsourced sooner, including myself, like 200 bucks a month to be able to, to enjoy your weekend and not worry that your customer will be taken care of money well spent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've seen brands that we've worked with, um, you know, we're able to kind of provide under 12 hour, even eight hour average uh, resp uh, response times. Sometimes it's actually quicker than that. It's four hours. Uh, under a day resolution times and even with the live chat coverage we've seen a huge uh, increase in conversion rates just because we're able to uh, troubleshoot or answer any questions they have uh, while the visitors on the website um, so yeah feel free to reach out and uh, i'm happy to help in any ways well there you go thanks so much and as always if you enjoyed this episode of Pitstop, make sure you leave a five six seven star review on apple if they'll let you and share it with your mother With 70,000 customers around the world and hundreds of five-star reviews, it's no wonder why so many businesses choose OmniSend for their marketing automation. Here's a review from the Shopify app store that I think said it better than I could of myself. Honestly, I don't think there's anything this app can't do when it comes to email automation marketing. I haven't been with them long, but it seems like whenever I try to do something a little bit more complex, OmniSend has the capability to do it. Their support is incredible. Thanks, Kara. I'm so happy that I chose this app over all the others. You won't be disappointed. Head to Omnisend.com and see for yourself why so many brands love Omnisend. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.